Hey everybody, welcome back to Han Talks First. We just made it through our last day of Star Wars celebration, and we're going to talk about it. Everything that went down today, all the panels, all the news, there's actually one bit of news that dropped that I wasn't expecting, another Disney Plus show that's coming this year, I think. So we got, like I said, I'm going to give you my overall thoughts on the entire celebration, how I thought the production went this year, and my overall experience. I'm going to share a little bit about why I think, you know, it's interesting that there was no film division news. There was no film news at all. Nothing. Not even a mention of Taika Waititi's movie or Kevin Feige movie, all that kind of stuff. And we're also talking about Tales of the Jedi. Uh, Some of the guests that were there this today, we're talking about Bad Batch. And of course, Visions season two was announced. So grab a chair. Sip, kick back, relax. Uh, you're listening to Han Talks First. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. So overall, my experience with Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022 was fantastic. And I, the whole time I was there, I was like, I have to come back. I have to come back to the one next year. But after today's announcement... I feel like that's going to be really hard because next year, 2023, Star Wars Celebration returns, but it's going to be in Europe, specifically at the Excel Center, April 7th through 10th. Dang. Now, hey, I'm so glad they're doing another celebration next year. That can only mean that they have stuff planned. They have events planned. They're going to be doing a lot more production and television, of course, but also the movies. I really don't want to have to wait a whole nother year to get Star Wars movie news, but if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Now, I do think they might make some announcements at D23 later this year, and they may also drop some stuff on an investor's call at the around November. So it's hard to know for sure. But all, about the movie news in general, you know, like I said, I was I was very interested that they didn't mention anything about what's going on in the film division. And I'll get into why I think it, it's kind of a problem. But, you know, like I said, there's there was no mention of Taika Waititi's project, not even like, hey, it's still being worked on. There was no mention of Kevin Feige's, which was strange because I really thought they would have at least acknowledged it because... Michael Waldron, the script writer, has been talking about it a lot on the press tour for Doctor Strange 2. But it was just weird to me that there wasn't any film announcements. But hey, Star Wars is making moves in the television sphere and streaming. But the reason why I think there should have been movie news is because Star Wars needs to make movies to survive. And that's not really my opinion. I kind of think that this is a fundamental goal that Star Wars needs. Because the brand Star Wars, it sells. Star Wars sells tickets, merchandise, licensings, uh, games, clothes, everything. But it can't make money, big money, unless they put out feature films in movie theaters. I mean, think about it. The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett. Obi-Wan Kenobi. They're great shows. It's good content. Clone Wars. Anything animated. It's all good stuff, but that doesn't generate any revenue for the streaming service 
or for Lucasfilm in general. Now, yeah, you could argue the semantics of it is like, well, technically subscriber growth happens because of these shows and it increased numbers and eventually they're going to put advertising on and they'll get money from that. But in the long run, these shows do not generate any money for Lucasfilm. And what they're going to have to, what has been their uh, motive that they've been relying on the most throughout the 50 years that they've been around, it has been the movies. Whether it was the movies that they did visual effects for, like Avengers Endgame or Jurassic Park, or just the Star Wars films in general. So the Star Wars films are really what needs to come back to be able for the brand Star Wars to survive. I know that sounds weird and a lot of you might disagree with me here, but that's just how I feel. And look, I just because I didn't show anything or say anything about movies that are coming up doesn't mean that they're not working on it. So who knows? Maybe at D23 later this year, we will get some movie news or some confirmation at least. But I think what was still went on this celebration was pretty exciting. A lot of TV announcements, a lot of stuff coming. They're just growing and growing. So I can't wait to see what happens next. If you are joining us for the first time, thanks for coming over to Han Talks First. Obviously, we're a Star Wars podcast, talk about Star Wars all day, every day, and usually have like a, a live show once a week. Um, but subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Like the video for me. It helps out so much. And check out the podcast feed on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you find podcasts. So celebration. I think my favorite day was day two, the one with Attack of the Clones. And speaking of Attack of the Clones, I just uploaded another clip from that panel about Hayden and Ewan's bromance. Um, they talk about how their bond is so strong. They share memories about George Lucas, about about the fighting scenes on Attack of the Clones. So uh, I think it's linked down in the description. Go check that out and watch that video. It was such a great time seeing them both together and just listening to them talk about Star Wars and how much they love each other. It was so great. Um and eventually, hopefully, seeing them in Obi-Wan maybe next week, which I can't wait for. So uh, as far as uh, more about my experience, uh, the vendors, I kind of thought I had hoped that there would be more Star Wars merchandise, uh, like official merchandise, or a little bit more uh, movie focused because there wasn't much stuff like lightsabers to buy. I mean, you could go across the street to Disney and buy stuff there but you'd have to buy a park ticket but i was kind of hoping they would have a more lucasfilm merchandise presence than there was the celebration store that was there didn't have a lot of stuff they what they had was really cool but they didn't have your typical star wars or lucasfilm merchandise that i was kind of hoping for but I really wanted to buy this sweater that was 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones, but it was like 80 bucks and I really wanted it, but I thought it was going to shrink a lot and I wasn't sure if I could pull it off, but it, man, it was, it was a cool jacket. The other thing about today, I got a text from my buddy who was over at the Mandalorian experience because he tried to get into that in the morning. And when he tried to go into the line, it was a five hour wait to the Mandalorian experience. And if you guys watch my other celebration day videos, you'll know that I tried to do it yesterday. And when I tried to go, it was three hours to wait in line to see it. And I was like, you know what? There's so much more I could be doing 
than just standing in a line for three hours. So I, you know, I did that. And what the experience was, was costumes, sets, um, props, all from the Mandalorian. They were there at Anaheim. So I don't think he got in either, but five hours, that's, that's insane. But good job for those of you that did get to go. I would love to see video and photo. Uh, you were allowed to do that in there. So if you post it on YouTube, <laughs> let me know where to find it because I would love to. Um, so let's talk about some of the news. So one of the big things that was announced today was this new TV series coming to Disney+. Plus. It is a limited series. It's called Tales of the Jedi. It is going to be a six-part short animated series. So each episode will be its own anthology short film and the way that dave filoni described it was as being tone poems and that each one is its own separate story and they're going to feature some characters that we've seen in the clone wars uh one of them obviously is ahsoka as you can see in the photo here what's interesting is it's kind of taking place all over the timeline so there will be an episode with a baby ahsoka on ahsoka's home world and uh, that was in the primary footage that they showed. And then also coming back to the screen in animated form is Count Dooku, but it's going to be a younger version. And then Qui-Gon Jinn is coming back. And yes, all the original voice actors will be joining them. So, hey, it's just some fun, short, animated content coming to Disney+. Plus. So I'm for it. Just a little extra stuff to have in the background while you if you need something short to watch. So I'm down for it. What do you guys think? There really wasn't much else information on it. Uh, it's not going to be a, it's not going to be a big premiere content starter for Disney plus, but it's just something extra. So I can't wait for that. Also some, some of the guests that spoke today, which you can see all online, they're all posted on the star Wars YouTube page. Um, Sam Witwer and Matt Lanter had a really great conversation. Um, and you can go there and you can listen to, uh, Sam Witwer do his uh, his Darth Maul impression of him saying Kenobi. He gave the whole line and screamed out Kenobi. It was it was pretty great. I recommend YouTubing that video and and searching it for yourself because it was it was pretty neat. And Matt Lanter, of course, is the voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars. So they have great chemistry. Good people. Good to see. And then two other big ones were D. Bradley Baker, who is the voice of all the clones and the Bad Batch and other Star Wars characters. And then also uh, Michelle Ang, who is the voice of Omega, Omega, you know, everyone's favorite Aussie in Star Wars. Um, but they were at the Bad Batch panel. The Bad Batch panel was a very highly responsive one. The crowd there apparently was bananas. I, I wasn't there. I uh, really don't have interest in the Bad Batch, but of course they showed the trailer for season two. Um, and one thing that was really cool about that panel was, uh, D Bradley Baker, they did like a reenactment of sorts and D Bradley Baker, you know, did his thing and, uh, acted out the different bad batch characters. So that's pretty cool. But, um, I did hear a lot of positive reception about the trailer that was shown, um, specifically from, uh, people I've worked with on the show before talking about some of the surprises in the trailer now again i didn't watch it i wasn't there but it just doesn't look interesting to me and look it to be fair to the show it took me a long time to get into the clone wars too you know um but after because the first season was kind of rough let's be honest of clone wars 
But then around like season three with the Mortis arc, then it got it got so fascinating and dived into the lore and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I really should take the time and finish season one. You know, if, if I'm on a day where I really have nothing to do, I'll check it out and, and see if it <laughs> if it works out for me. So that's that's the big news for all you Bad Batch fans out there. Bad Batch season two coming this fall. It'll be playing simultaneously up with and or another another Star Wars TV show that I really didn't find was that appealing to me. I know. I know. A lot of you, everyone loved the Andor trailer and I'm the only one over here like meh, <laughs> but that's just how it works sometimes. Okay. So the last bit of news that was dropped today was that of Star Wars Visions season two, and they released the new artwork for it. But honestly, it's not that crazy because it's the same one as the first one. It just says Star Wars Visions. And instead of it being blue, it's 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 now red. <laughs> maybe that means we'll get more dark side stories i don't know but this was the one bit of news that was not speculated on at all that i actually predicted would be happen today um, because they had the visions panel and all they did was just have a, a look back you know the behind the scenes had some of the creators speak on it and as far as like season two they there is no info at all i think it was officially greenlit and not but just a couple weeks ago maybe they didn't announce any studios they didn't even say if any of the studios who worked on the one the season one were coming back so not sure what to expect i think my theory is what lucasfilm would want to do with season two is to reach out to new animated studios to do vision season two at least that's what I would want because then you get more perspective because that was the beauty of season one was that you got, what was it? Six different or eight different studios, major anime studios that came in and told a story that was different than any other. So uh, look, I'm really, I'm really excited for vision season two. I thought number one was, was great. Um, the Rhapsody episode, it was kind of bad, but I'm a musician. So I was a little biased. Um, the twins, uh, the ninth Jedi, the, the stories were great. And it's just such a neat art form to watch it in too. So um, that was, that was it. There, this was a, this was the shortest day and also, you know, not, not much big going on except for some interviews and stuff like that. So, but look, I had fun. I, I would love to go next year, but Hey, it's in Europe and I don't think I, I can get over there. <laughs> and it's a shame because I, I wanted to apply Han talks first to the to do a to do a panel there. Um, I would have done it this year, but I I had no idea when applications open, so I, I didn't get to do it in time. But who knows? Maybe some some of the magic from Light and Magic will help me find a way to get there, and I'll be able to attend next year. But yeah, next year, April seventh through tenth. So another four day celebration in Europe at the Excel Center. Um, but look, celebration was great. Uh, look, the first day was a little overwhelming for me. Like I said, I I, I kind of wasn't enjoying myself for parts of it because it was just super unorganized. There, the employees didn't know what was going on. Uh, it, it, I didn't find the celebration store until three days because it was so difficult to find. The maps weren't really helpful. Like I said, on my first day when I tried to look at where one of the stages were on my app 
it told me I was in France. <laughs> it was it was crazy. And what they really should do at celebrations is give the guests Wi-Fi. Give them Wi-Fi. It would help out everybody so much. And then people could post about celebration easier too. Easier. That's not a word. So as far as it like I don't want them to come back to Anaheim because I don't think Anaheim Convention can support the event that is Star Wars Celebration. It's just it's too big for this place. They need a they need big arena like places for this type of fan event because it's just Anaheim doesn't work. I would love to see Vegas. Vegas could definitely hold a celebration. Um, but I another reason why I'm kind of sad it's in Europe next year is because what if if next year, if the rumors are true and Kathleen Kennedy is speaking truth, which I really doubt it, that Taika Waititi's movie is slated for December of 2023, they're going to get a buttload of stuff in Europe celebration next year. They'll have a panel for whatever movie it is, but I, I seriously doubt that it's going to happen. But then also with another year, they'll have more development. Maybe they can make other movie news announcements. So look, Europeans, you, you're going to have a great time. You're going to have a lot of news, bigger stuff than we got this year. So good for you guys. Bad for bad for me. <laughs> but that was the show for today. Thank you guys so much for watching. That was my coverage and full review for Star Wars Celebration 2022. I had a great time. If any of you went, I hope you had a great time as well. I I would love to go back sometime. You know, maybe not next year, but maybe the year after that. Um, again, subscribe, like the video. It helps out so much. If you're a podcast listener, thank you again. Subscribe to the podcast feed. We'll have more episodes coming out soon. I'm uploading more footage I took from Celebration every single day, some of the exclusive content, and also just footage of the stuff I saw on the exhibit floor. So I'll post that later in the week too. But thanks for watching the show. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week and go relax because now we get a little Star Wars break after the purge that we just went through. So anyway, guys, and now somehow, some way, somewhere this week, may the force be with you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first.